everybody. Welcome to another Random Fit episode. My name is Wendy Batts, and I'm here with my friend and colleague, Mr. Ken Miller. So, Ken, how are you today? I am awesome. Happy <laughs> to be here. How are you? Uh, I am fantastic. Now, I'm, I'm yeah. going to say this. If I need to bolt out, we have tornado warnings and all kinds of crazy weather going on, <laughs> on right now. So if I peace out quickly, you guys know I'm taking cover. However, we'll, we'll, I got this stuff from here. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it from here. So yeah, yeah, if we're looking sure. at an empty chair, we'll yes. uh, we'll know what's happening. Yeah, just know if you're a crazy right. siren, I'm gone. <laughs> right. Whatever yeah. happens, just be safe. I'm telling you, right? Yeah. Uh, but besides that, everything else is fantastic. So it's a good day. Um, woke up this morning. Yeah. Makes makes for a good day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And I'm sitting here just trying to sit as tall as I possibly can. Head up chest forward, shoulders back, and, uh, you know, trying to be on my best behavior when it comes to uh, this week's topic, which I'm sure we've all heard about, you know, what what is so important about sitting up straight and getting the shoulders back, but it takes work. Yes. <laughs> I, don't know if you, I don't know if you've tried to focus it on, on that in a while, but, you know, when you get on an airplane, you kind of just want to sit back, get the seat back, or when you're at home sitting on the couch you just want to kind of sit back but now that we're going to talk about posture today just sitting up here trying to focus on that's a, a little bit of work it is so there's something to be said when your mom was yelling at you at a young age to stand up straight or sit up straight whatever it is that was uh, going on today we're going to talk about why that is such a really good idea <laughs> so yeah um you know i mean i'm excited because you know a big part of it i think is we all have really crummy posture. If you look around, you're going to see people just slunching forward, their heads dropped. Um, even when you're standing, you know, feet are out, you know, arch in their back. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people just don't feel well all, all in all. Um, I shouldn't say everyone, but there's a lot of people out there just moving and living life in discomfort. And a lot of it is due to their posture. So um, I think it's easy to probably talk about, and I'll let you start that off, Ken, if you want. But like, what are some yeah. way, like reasons, in your opinion? And now, granted, this is just opinion, but what are your mm -hmm. reasons for you know probably seeing a lot of the compensations and people with poor posture? Well, let me let me start off with a story, Wendy. Uh, oh, geez, <laughs> <laughs> grab your well, popcorn, ladies and gentlemen. Here yeah, we go. yeah, yeah. Pull up the pull up the you know the 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 blanket. Sit up, cozy up on the couch. Ken's ready to talk. Uh, well, I think that the, the, when I th think about posture, one of the, one of the things that pops into my head is when I, when I first started to work with Alan, you know, our friends, Al Russell, Tyler Wallace, and in, in good old Mike Clark. And, uh, one of the reasons why I started to work with them and I've actually hired, you know, these guys to, to look at me and, and assess me. This was back in 1999, 2000 when you know NASM started to change the OPT model and that's when I first got my glimpse of okay why posture is important because the original reason for me to talk to them to begin with was because I had this recurring shoulder injury and here I am thinking it's because this was my throwing arm when I played baseball I'm right-handed uh, you know so hand dominance and you know because I wrestled in high school and recreationally in college, by the way, but um, uh, Cal Poly Pomona rec recreational uh, wrestling champ, by the way, uh, just so you know. Do you want me to send you a trophy or what, dude? <laughs> oh, no, I got one. It's, it's still, okay. so I, I polish it off. I, the, the shirt's a little worn, but 
but anyway, they, they were the, you know, they were, they were one of the first guys to really expose me to the fact that my shoulder issue wasn't because it was just from all the things that I was doing with this right arm. It was because of my posture. I had such poor posture when, and I had been training, I don't know, 15 years at that point, by the time I started to enter this conversation about, okay, what can I do about my shoulder? It's like, well, it's, it's your core. It's your, the fact that your feet turn out and your knees cave in and you, and you stand with this forward head, fold, a forward shoulder posture, and that's what's causing the stress on your shoulder. So one of the biggest reasons why, personally speaking, on why posture and having good, efficient posture is so important is because it helps with injury prevention. When we talk about injury prevention, I know we've talked about this in the past, it is about moving efficiently and having it so that the bones and the joints overall you know, ensure that they have the best relationship possible, which also means that muscle balance and, and synergies are the best that they can be. So when we talk about posture to where your head is up, your shoulders are back, head lined up over the shoulders, over the hips, over the knees, over the ankles, that, you know, that's, that's a safe position. It's an efficient position to be in. And I learned it firsthand because there was just this nagging thing that just kept getting me and getting me year after year. Like you'd go away, get better, but then you'd come back some fluke thing. So injury prevention is the number one reason why I teach the importance of posture. So that's a, that's a, that's yeah. a really good one because I mean, that's a big one. And I think as a trainer, that's super important because, yeah. you know, we can actually help people and cue people out of that and work on ways to correct some of these imbalances that we're talking about. Meaning mm -hmm. if you don't have good posture, you've got an imbalance somewhere. Um, yeah. I think one of the biggest things that I hear from clients or see myself, and I am a victim to this as well, is how you sleep. And sometimes we forget about mm -hmm. that because, you know, on average, supposed to be having anywhere from like, what, six to eight hours of sleep. Yeah. So if you're a stomach sleeper, if you, you know, turn your neck and you're laying weird, and you don't have a good pillow and you're, you know, because basically you're supposed to be laying on your back with your hands to your side. I mean, who does that? <laughs> and if so, teach me how, because I can't yeah. do it. Um, even yeah. when I was pregnant and they told me I couldn't lay on my stomach, which obviously I couldn't after oh, wow. a while, I'm like, okay, this is a problem. Um, but you know, there's a lot of things that happen when you're, you know, bring your knees up towards your stomach or you, I hike a leg over my blankets. I mean, I do all kinds of weird mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. Plus I lay my hand or my arm under my pillow and okay, that's awesome for your shoulder and your neck and your hips. Right. And so, um, so when we talk about, you know, when we're talking about the why alignment is so important and when Ken was talking about standing up straight and in, you know, the importance of just how you're standing, I think one of the key things, and this is what I tell all my clients, I tell all my friends and I have people tell me because I fall again, victim to this is be aware, look at how you're standing. Mm -hmm. I was at the grocery store. I had one foot cooked, you know, cocked out to the side. I mean, just waiting to pay for yeah. my groceries. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's not good. <laughs> but, you know, you got to do some self-checks sometime. Right, right. Now, you've, you've got a long history of working with athletes, especially going back to your time working with professional baseball. When did, when did posture become a part of the conversation for you? Since you've been trained, you know, you've been, a, you've been in the field and you've been in the industry of performance, personal training for a very long time. When did posture? Are you calling me old? 
Yeah. I've got a couple more years on you, I got, I got a very got, long time. Just instead of like, oh, you've been doing this for a while. I got a very been, long time. You've been doing this, uh, you know. I remember as, that. As, as, <laughs> I can say that because I'm 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 your elder. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I am a little bit older than you. But you you've been doing this as long as I have. Okay. Right? Which is a long yes. time, right? So, and I know that when I first started training. It's not posture wasn't something they taught us when I and when I got my undergrad, right? They never had a class that talked about movement efficiency, you know, postural alignment. You know, if if you ever got that or saw that, it was in the anatomy books, right? But we know that anatomy books don't translate to a living human being. So when did when did the topic of posture become the crux of your conversation with a new with a new client? So how does how did that start entering the the introductory session for you, whether it was with an athlete or a personal training client? Well, I think I'm a little bit different because keep in mind, after graduation, my first job um, was at a physical therapy clinic yeah. and they paired me with someone who was supposed to kind of show me the ropes and, you know, kind of take what I learned in college and, and teach me like the application of that before I decided to go to physical therapy school. So this was kind of my in between job, you know, my in between job before going back to school. And they ended up pairing me with Dr. Mike Clark. And so from day one of my training and teaching and coaching and everything, it literally was about feet straight, knees um, over the second and third toe, which I'm like, what does that even mean? But, you know, when you're looking in the mirror and you look at your feet, what you think is straight and what really is straight may be totally different because your brain has been all messed up for so long that what's natural to you isn't necessarily correct. Because again, your imbalances over a while becomes the new, the new program that your body wants to just go to because it's going to fall to that path. And so um, to answer your question, just the short and skinny of it from day mm -hmm. one, when I actually started to work with people, um, that, that was the big, this is the reason why you're going to move better, feel better, and you're going to be more powerful and you're going to reduce the chances of injury. If you start this way, move this way and train this way, which immediately made sense to me, but somebody had to tell me that it literally took someone saying, stand this way. And this is why, right. but for those of you guys that are joining us, we're talking about the power of posture and why alignment is important. I am Wendy Batts and here with Ken Miller. And, you know, it, it, it started since probably we, could be, you know, we started walking. The, you got you know, lucky. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, we, we actually did another podcast back in the day, right? You know, like mm -hmm. how do you have, you know, perfect alignment when you're born and we just get screwed up from there. Life just takes over and that go right. with the flow isn't always good for your body. <laughs> yeah, I, I I forgot that you got started off right off the bat with with mm -hmm. Mike and and learning under him. See, those of us living in San Diego, you know, not in Arizona at the time, didn't weren't weren't as lucky. But I, but, I was very lucky. I mean, in yeah. all reality, I I I owe that man so much. He has been one of my mentors. He's still my mentor mm -hmm. to this day. He's, you know, I I got mm -hmm. very very lucky. Yeah. So you, you start talking about it from day one. For me, I mean, I was putting people on selectorized equipment. You know, here's the seated chest, you know, oh, it's your first day in the gym. Okay, here we go. Uh, here's the seated chest press. Here's where you adjust the weight. Here's where you adjust the, the seat. And uh, this is how you push the bar and uh, give me 10, right? That was, that was my introduction to personal training because I didn't have you know, not, not like you, I didn't, I, I didn't have a mentor, someone to take me through and, and talk to me about how posture, you know, affected movement efficiency. I was just taught, okay, Hey, we have 
you know, X amount of, of pieces of equipment. This is how you use it. Teach the members how to use it so that they use the facility, which is, which is how the business model works. But actually teaching somebody how their body works and how the machine relates to their body was something that took me a while to incorporate into my training style and how I looked at the body and how therefore I trained the body. So the conversation now revolved around, well, once I got to learn, you know, a little bit from, well, a lot of bit from Anthony Carey, um, one of our friends down in San Diego and got exposure to the OPT model. Now the conversation was about, okay, here's where your body is best aligned. Here's the safest position for you to be in and therefore move from to and from as you get into and out of a position. And, you know, if we don't address that, what happens is that if you come in with a forward head, forward shoulder, excessive anterior pelvic tilt, knees coming in, feet turning out, all those compensations that you can list off. Well, the second I put a dumbbell in your hand, and if we don't address posture, you are going to be a bigger, stronger version <laughs> of that, right? And when I say stronger, you can get strong in different ways, but how long are you going to maintain that strength before you put too much stress that it exacerbates, you know, any, you know, injury potential. So that that's one of the things that uh, came along after a while <laughs> because, you know, as, as you get people stronger, then, then, you know, one of the things I really hate is when you work out, so you get somebody to work out hard and then they have some kind of shoulder issue or some kind of low back issue. And those are the things that happens when you don't address posture when putting them under a resistance training program. Well, and I think, you know, it's kind of an eye opener, too, because, you know, you'll see some of these individuals that come in um, and they are just both like totally buff and they look great. They've got really mm -hmm. big lats. Yeah. But yeah. it took me a while to realize that if you drop your hands to your side, you know, you want to think your arms, you know, what is comfortable? And a lot of these bigger, you know, especially in the chest and shoulder area, you know, when they dropped their hands, they couldn't even put their hands to their side. And all you could see is the knuckles. <laughs> and it was actually because yeah. they were so internally rotated that it made their lats look huge. However, it was a major compensation. And they were like, oh, my goodness, mm -hmm. I keep having this shoulder pain and I don't understand why. I'm like, wow, OK, have you looked in the mirror and they're like, I have. And I look amazing. I'm like, you do look amazing. However, there is a huge compensation that's going to lead to some excess pain in your shoulder unless we kind of get your shoulders back in proper alignment. So, you know, when we talk about posture, just think about, you know, what is what is proper positioning, as we said, and then where do you fit in the spectrum? And, you know, not everyone's perfect. I don't think I've ever seen anyone perfect from the beginning until no. someone points it out. And so when you're sitting at work and you're sitting in front of the computer because we're, you know, technology is such a thing then try, you know, making sure that your keyboard is in a good position, that your head is in a good position and put a sticky note on your computer or set a timer to get up and stretch or move around. Because I know mm -hmm. for myself when I get really dialed in on something that I'm doing on the computer, I can be on there for two or three hours, have not moved, haven't thought about anything other than what I'm focusing on, which can then lead to improper movement patterns, bad posture and it's, you know, and then I'm like, oh, why am I, why does my back hurt? Why does my neck hurt? I'm like, oh, because I've been on the computer all day doing nothing else. <laughs> have, you, have you ever had one of those software programs on your computer that's set to go off on the hour or every 60 or 90 minutes so that you can get up and do a stretch and then on the screen pops up 
these neck stretches or have you have you ever had that installed on your on I your- have not but I've asked clients to do that especially when their yeah. job is 100% on the online so meaning yeah. that that is all that they do especially programmers yeah. however I have had people say I installed it but I was in the middle of doing some programming where it was very intense and all of a sudden they lost it because this thing kept popping up which totally <laughs> messed up their concentration yeah, yeah. And it is so- it is yeah, so there's some, you know, good and bad stuff. It's just, yeah. you know, watch your posture, people. Have good posture because, and, and I and I see this because my husband is amazing at it. And I don't know, but we'll go, like you said, on an airplane and, you know, I'll look at him and he is like all like postures great, you know, good spine alignment, heads lined up and he's asleep. I'm like, he doesn't even want like to really touch his body to the back of the the headrest because I mean he's very OCD by the way so he doesn't like you know he has to make sure everything's wiped off before he touches it which especially now is a really good thing um but people are always like man he's got amazing posture so people notice it and I hear it so therefore I try to you know do the same thing because we're married so we got one looks good one looks bad so that's that's a no-go but but it is I mean it's one thing that I truly have Mm. to I have to, you know, myself be very aware of what I'm doing. And, you know, when mm-hmm. someone's lecturing, I'm trying to sit up. I'm like, I get tired. I just, yeah. <laughs> I just want to crunch back down. And, yeah. you know, well, lazy. <laughs> and you actually bring up a really good point there is because, you know, there's always somebody watching. And I'm sure Tony's sitting up nice and tall and upright because he knows you're kind of looking out of the corner of your eye, just <laughs> glancing at his posture. And you're going to harp on him a little bit if he if he's slouching over. But... <laughs> But I, one of the reasons why I try to do that more so at home is because I have two kids mm-hmm. and they watch and I, you know, and I tell them, hey, you know, if they've been on their screen, if they're on their tablet or watching TV and they've got their head forward and their shoulders, I mean, you're, and you're never too young to get into bad posture, right? So if, if I'm telling them to do that, then the one thing that I have to own is to give them that good example because they will mimic the postures that that I assume, right? And it, it, again, I, I don't want to keep a double standard to where I'm telling them to sit up straight. Meanwhile, I'm, you know, I'm hunched forward looking, you know, I got my head, you know, six inches in front of my rib cage. So I, I, I try to, I try to set a good example as well, because I know that they're watching and, you know, a lot of my friends and family know what I do for a living. And if I'm slouching and if I've got my head forward, shoulders forward, from that standpoint, I lose all credibility and, you know, not to mention that, you know, I do feel better when yeah. I do sit up right as, as we all do. But uh, you, you mentioned a, a lot of good cues there, you know, put a little post-it note, mm-hmm. set an alarm on your, on your, um, on your computer. But one of the things I tell my clients to do is when you get into your car, sit up mm-hmm. as tall as you can and then adjust that rear view mirror to where you can only use it what when you're you know when you can only use it if you're sitting upright and tall and you can and you can use that uh the rear view and the side view mirror again are both adjusted so that you can only use it when you're sitting nice tall and and upright so i'm not looking forward to them to yeah i don't want anybody in a car accident but the best you can and <laughs> set that up as a reminder and you know you should be looking at yours at your mirrors every 15, 20 seconds anyway to, to look for an escape route, right? <laughs> do you do that? Make sure uh, that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
And those of you guys that are just joining us, we're talking about the power of posture and why alignment is important. I'm Wendy Batts, and we're here with Ken Miller. And Ken just brought up something about the car, and I'm going to actually second that because there's one thing that I have noticed in the two vehicles that we own, um, and I and I see this very commonly in a lot of other vehicles that are out on the road, is when you're actually seated in your driver's seat or in the passenger side, the the head rest, and it'll be angled forward. And so it's weird because yeah. if, if you if you're not careful and you lean up against it, it actually pushes your head forward out of alignment. And so what we've done is we've actually taken the headrests and turned them backwards. So, I mean, if we still get in a wreck, we have support. We're not going to go and like have whiplash or anything because we didn't we took it off. But we took we actually turned it back. So therefore, it literally allows us to be in a more natural position and why they they have those rests like that. I, I, I really don't know. Uh, it's very concerning when you're really thinking about posture, if someone doesn't adjust it correctly, because, you know, I struggle um, from having, you know, imbalances from my job. I work on a lot of people. I do a lot of manual therapy. So looking down and then being on the computer and then doing things without being aware of my posture had caused me to have some some disc issues in my neck. And, um, you know, and that's what happens is repetitive use and over time if you're not careful with posture you can have disc issues you can have pain or discomfort in areas of your lower back and a lot of it is, is if you just get up and stretch you really try to move around you're aware of what how you should be standing or how you should be sleeping and you try it just takes time because repetitiveness will lead to better changes in life than you know it's just it's hard to do yeah. it's hard to do and you bring up a good word there is in um, repetitive use. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't realize that sitting in this computer posture, head forward, looking at your computer screen, hands on the computer, even though you're relatively still and you're, and you're holding this posture of head forward, hands down, uh, that is a repetitive motion. It doesn't have to be just, you know, repeatedly throwing a ball uh, squatting, or if you're a carpenter, hammering a nail, things like that. It, it, those are definitely repetitive, but re repetition is just being in a constant state of, of a position. And that's what can lead to this misalignment or malalignment of your, of your skeletal system. And that's, and that's something that people don't realize, like, oh, repetitive. Well, I'm not repeatedly getting into and out of this seated posture. No, you are just sitting there and that's a repetitive motion like just just like a cyclist would be in their in their pedaling motion or a runner with that with that running cycle with their arms and their hips and their legs sitting behind the posture is a repetitive motion to begin with yeah well also so we need to we need to look at seated positions and getting out of that misalignment just like what we would do for any one of our athletes, whether they're a thrower, a, a golfer, a runner, or a cyclist. And so whatever we would do with an athlete is the same thing we would do with somebody that would be sitting behind the computer eight, nine, ten hours a day. Yes. Well, and I have a, a client who sits at the computer for their job. And then for fun, they go out and run, which I remember I used to think that was fun back in the day. Not so much, however. Um, yeah. But they're, you know, they were complaining about low back discomfort. I'm like, well, okay, you know, how do you sleep? Oh, I sleep on my side, but you know, my knees are kind of up. So 
hip flex. They sit down eight hours a day, hip flex. Then they go run and it's hip flexion, hip flexion, hip flexion, meaning that the hips are in a bent position constantly. And then they'll go to the gym and then do some of the machine works where they're seated. And then they'll ride the bike or something where they're seated. And she's like, I can't get my glutes to work well. and My low back hurts. I'm like, well, mm -hmm. let's think th through this. So you didn't stretch out the front of your hips and you've been in a seated position throughout the entire day. And you've done this for multiple days. So if you can get up and stretch your hips and then ready for this, activate the glutes. So, you know, the big house, the booty is very right. important muscle. Right. It's very important. You don't want a saggy butt. Nobody does. So just train it. And if you can train for stronger glutes and you can you can really focus on pop, like proper alignment, stretch out your hips, then we're going to have more you know, you're going to feel better. You're going to move better. And you're probably going to see more, you know, time shaved off that you're not having to work quite as hard in your run. And then you're going to enjoy it more and go probably longer. And, you know, after it just takes someone to tell you that for them to be like, oh, I gotcha. You know, plus now she's got amazing glutes. So she's ready for yeah. the summer. <laughs> like, at least, you know, you have you have a nice looking uh, backside. Always. Uh, Posterior now, end. Yeah, now, as you talk about running, and uh, we were now talking about activity, posture again to 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 look at what that word means. It's not just you know we we talk, typically talk about the trunk and the spine and the head and the shoulders and sitting upright, but we also we we tend to forget to talk about the lower body as well. So when we talk about posture, it's not just about the upper body. We have to look at, you know, upper body from the point of sitting down, but posture also has a uh, relative meaning when it comes to standing up and the, and the exercises that you bring up, you know, running, walking, cycling, swimming, you know, those all include the lower body as well. It's not just sitting down and, and sitting behind your computer or even just the, the act of throwing which now you're using a lot of, a lot of shoulder, but we are using from, from toenails to fingernails, um, training, right? Everything from toenails to fingernails. Wait, you, you train your toenails and fingernails? I do. Actually, teach, I do need, to, teach I do me. need, to, I do need <laughs> to trim them a little bit. Well, good. trimming and training are totally <laughs> different. So if I'm missing something, I did not <laughs> learn that part in school. So I'm so, just saying. <laughs> so we also have to look, we have to consider the foot and ankle, the knees and the hips when it comes to how we hold ourselves and, and, and that becomes just as much a part of the equation for the upper body uh, as it does the midsection, you know, or the or the hips, thighs, knees, foot and ankle. So it, all of that needs to be looked at from top to bottom, literally. Literally, literally. including your nails. Including. So. <laughs> I would show you mine, all but my son helped that. to pick yeah. out the colors of my toenails and they're, so what, you know, I've got 10 different green, colors. Green they're all pink. different colors. They're none of them are the same, <laughs> yeah. but you know what? He loves them. So I, you know, I'm, I'm going to support him because, you know, he's five and if he wants to spend time with me while I paint my nails and I'm all about it. <laughs> I, think, I think our viewers would, would pay good money to see what you're I'm doing. sure. So, yes. Yes. So, I mean, at least I take care of my feet. That's very important. Um, That's good. Um, but you, you know, just before we, we close out and everything, I think it's, it's important for our listeners to know accountability and awareness of how you sit, how you stand and thinking mm -hmm. about, you know, looking at yourself in the mirror and being real. How do you stand in comparison to if your feet were straight, your knees were lined up and your hips and your shoulders and your head were just all, all straight ahead. And if you look from yeah. yourself from the side, everything lined up. 
if you looked at how you stand versus you put yourself in that position, how uncomfortable do you feel? And if you know that you feel yeah. uncomfortable, then you know that there's probably some muscles that are too tight. There's some that are not strong enough to kind of hold you in good alignment. So that's when, you know, you can reach out to a trainer. You can actually look, you know, online. There's some really good resources, especially at NASM.org of, of getting on there, get a foam roller, mm -hmm. take some time, foam yeah. roll some areas that are, you know, that are tight. And if you find something that's tender, just sit and marinate on that spot. Don't roll it. It's not, it's not like a rolling pin Just sit, marinate, right. let it loosen up a little bit, try to get more tension, you know, get some of the tension out of that muscle, add some stretching techniques and then strengthen it. Do some awesome upper body, lower body strengthening exercises with proper alignment. And you're going to move better, feel better. And you're going to look better. Everyone looks so much better, including me. I look taller when I stand upright. Like I need more height. Why don't I do that all the time? Cause I'm yeah. lazy. Lazy. That's why. <laughs> Best case scenario, you're you're going to a person that's been trained and has experience, understanding the importance of posture, what ideal posture looks like, and and again, what it takes to move out of that posture as far as strengthening the muscles that have progressively gotten weaker because of your poor posture and the muscles that have gotten tight and overactive because of that resulting posture. And if you and if you don't have access to somebody or you don't know how you know, who to go to, you know, who can I, who can I refer to to help me stand better? Uh, one other thing to do just, you know, in simplicity is if you look at the position you're in a lot, like this forward head computer posture, do the opposite, yeah. right? So like you mentioned, you know, get on a roller or you just lay out a, a thick pillow on the floor, put it across your mid upper back, and then just go ahead and extend yourself and open up the chest, open up the shoulders. And, you know, to your point, Wendy, if it feels good, you know, go with it. You know, if you feel the stretch and you feel it a lot more in one area versus another, that just means your body needs it more. Of course, assuming that you're doing the stretch properly <laughs> and you're not just getting some random tight area. But, you know, you can't go wrong as long as it doesn't cause any pain. But whatever you do a lot, go the other direction. And that's going to that's gonna help you open up. So if you're flexed at the hip, open up the hip, straighten out the legs, get the hip, the knee back relative to the to the hip or get the shoulders back, get the chin in relative to the head coming forward. So do the opposite of what you do a lot. And, you know, generally you should be okay. But the best case scenario, go see somebody, get some help on what it takes to help you move better. And I will say this, if, if your clients have kids and can you can you can say oh, gosh, that you yeah. know that you know this and I can as well because I have a five year old. But, you know, that song like head, shoulders, knees and toes. If they <laughs> if they say that, then you start getting that song uh -huh. in their head. They're very aware. And it's like, OK, that's what I want you to think about every day. Look at your head, shoulders, knees and toes. Where are they pointed? Is everything straight ahead? And if you know, and so they're like, oh, and I'll get text messages like I've got that stupid song in my head and I can't get it out. And I'm like, that's then I did my job. You know what? Because it's making yeah. you aware. And so then I'm like, where are they? Are they straight? Are they pointed out? You know, are you crossing your legs? I'm like, stop doing that. Because like you said, if you cross your legs, it can it can it can just throw everything out of whack. So. Right. So at the end of the day, why is alignment important? Because you're going to move better. You're going to look better. You're going to feel better. It's all good. Yeah. Everything works better. <laughs> your lungs, your heart, your organ yes. systems, all of that. So one takeaway, Wendy, what would you tell our listeners that they can do to best improve their posture? I think it's really just take a look at the mirror, make yourself aware of mm -hmm. what's, what's 
proper and where you are, you know, where maybe you deviate from that and then just spend some time stretching, rolling, trying to correct that on your own or to, like you said, seek help because one compensation can lead to multiple issues throughout your entire body long term. If you can just correct mm -hmm. it from the beginning and start working on it, it will lead to a lifetime of you feeling better. Like in, at the end of the day, that's that's basically my my main point. Just okay. Awareness. My, awareness <laughs> is important. And I would add on to that by saying, don't make repetitive positions, postures so repetitive. So what we're talking about with the computer, the alarm, something pops up to signal you to stand up, move around, do it. Just I used to just press stop or just minimize it and put it at the side of the screen. But actually get up and do it move around open up and that way you're not as you, you don't have two or three hours of this one position you maybe have 60 minutes into a position before you move and stretch and get out of it and get some blood flow get, get some oxygen you think better and like you said you feel better so i i think we just need to just move more move better move more and a lot of the stresses that we tend to accumulate through the day you know May not go away 100%, but anything you do to decrease that is one more for you. One win in the box by the end of the day. Yes. So, Wendy, I want to say, hey, I learned quite a bit from you today, as always. <laughs> thank you. And, thank you. Uh, and for those of you listening to The Random Fit Show, this is our podcast on the power of posture. Thank you for, for spending this much time with us and hope you learned as much from Wendy as I did. But if you like what you had to listen to, please like, follow, subscribe, download all the things that gives you access to all the things that we have to share. And until next time, everybody, take care and be well.